Today's show is going to be with me and Tanner. We're going to be talking about a particular topic. Um, basically, as hobbies go, this one requires a lot of dedication and stick to Sometimes you just don't feel like prepping or running a session, and sometimes you just aren't excited to be a DM. So in that regard, Tanner and I today are going to talk about how to stay excited and avoid Dungeon Master burnout. Um, before we get into that, any any thoughts, Tanner? Uh, you know, how are you doing? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for asking, Justin. Uh, doing well. Doing well. It's been a busy week. Uh, just been... So my dad kind of is a birthday present to my wife. Uh, we moved into a new house and we we had this idea. We were like, oh, let's do an accent wall. That'll be fun, you know, in our master bedroom. And And so luckily my dad, well, my mom volunteered my dad's time and we'd pay for the materials. Uh, and, and he's been helping so much, but like, boy, howdy, does it take a while? Like I've, I've been helping, uh, as much as I can, but you know, it's kind of, it, rem- it reminds me of when I was a kid, how my dad asked for our help all the time, but half the time I was just standing there holding something for him, you know, mm-hmm. it kind of feels like that sometimes it's like, oh, when I'm sanding, you know, and there's like a lot of stuff to do, we could help. But you know, when he's caulking, you know, around it, I, I can't do anything. So that's that's been this week's adventure. Just every evening, feeling like like a like a man. Just kidding. Uh, hand it, do it yourself stuff is not just for men. It's for everybody who wants to have a bad time. Um, but it, it it's a it's been you know kind of interesting. Otherwise, just uh, just doing good. Gonna watch the Super Bowl for the first time in years. Because my wife loves Rihanna, so <laughs> ah, so that yeah, should that be interesting sense. too. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I, I, I love not painting walls in a house. <laughs> you know, like that's one of my favorite things to do is to not paint walls in a house. Favorite hobby: not painting walls. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I freaking hate it. Um, but yeah, speaking of hating it. <clears throat> Obviously, we want to avoid hating Dungeons and Dragons. So, obviously, the first question I think we should ask is, what do you think causes a particular DM to lose excitement about being a Dungeon Master? And and obviously, you know, this isn't talking about those people who were foisted into being a Dungeon Master. This is for the people who heard about it, were super excited to try it, loved it, and then slowly just... The flame went away. Yeah, uh, honestly, I think that it comes down to a few factors, right? And, and I think it's the same. It's well, not the same, but similar factors to what makes you feel burned out or unexcited about any any other part of your life, like your work or anything, right? Where it's like mm-hmm. monotony mixed with with strain or, or or overload could be another word for that. Uh, mixed with just not feeling, you know. Well, I was going to say not feeling stretched, but I guess that that's why people hate monotony is because they just hate not experiencing something new, not feeling stretched. And so I think that that's kind of a common issue with uh, DMing uh, is because it takes a lot out of you. You know, you're planning a lot, um, whether you're doing a pre-written adventure or, you know, self-written. It's, it just takes a lot of effort from you. And then sometimes you and the players get into a rut where you're doing the same thing, you know. You're in the middle of a big campaign and it's not like you can just suddenly break off or at least it doesn't feel like you can suddenly just break off and do something different. 
and that's going to get to you, you know? Yeah, that's a really good point. I think a little bit about like relationships and how when in marriage, you know, you get complacent, you do the same things over and over again because it, it's, it's more efficient, you know, quote unquote, but it tends to make things more lackluster. Um, so in being a DM, how, how can we, and I'm maybe asking this for myself, how can we like add in new things or try new methods? Like, I guess, you know, is, is that a question? Uh, you know, that's a question I can work with. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, how can we add in new things? Uh, honestly, it, it just comes down to, uh, to planning really and self-awareness. Because one of the biggest things that happens, and like I said, this happens in other parts of life as well as DMing, is that we just get into the grind, you know, and we're just going day to day, session to session, and and you and you feel like you barely have enough time to plan for the normal stuff, let alone thinking about, hey, am I happy with this? Can I change it? And so taking some time to to plan. And think about how you want to change it is is huge, which which is one reason why uh, one of the things I recommend uh, is you know doing a more major switch up, just kind of on the fly. Um, mm. So like if you're doing a campaign, let's say, and your players kind of hit a natural stopping point, and you've been feeling burned out for a sec. Uh, that's a great time to do you know at least a couple different things. One is you know talk with another player to the side. Uh, maybe leading up to this and be like, hey, we're going to be hitting a stopping point. I would love for you to r kind of run uh, a few sessions as a side quest. And it could be as an entirely different setting, different characters, or it could be, you know, a side quest for um, for these players, you know? Um, that's a, And then that would give you the time that you need to re-evaluate your DMing and be like, okay, where could I spice things up, you know, or, you know, if you're coming to a natural breaking point, you could, let's say that you pre-write your own uh, content and you're like, oh, I'm tired of writing new content every week. Then when you're coming to natural break point, think, okay, maybe you could just pop in some pre-written stuff that other people have made, right? Um, and there's so much of it out there. So it's like, and that would give you kind of the weight off your chest of having to create everything by yourself, you know? Yeah. Um, I also wonder if you could do that even, even aside from a natural breaking point. Like, let's say you're in a dungeon and you're chasing the big bad boss, you know, and it's kind of a slog. Uh, the players, you can tell they're kind of getting bored with the dungeon well, they come into a room that obviously has this big red button that no player can resist pushing, and boom, they're they're transported to another, you know, plane where they're doing something completely different. They thought they were going to finish the story, but now they're like, whoa, you know, it it, it kind of changes the uh, because because when you get in a routine, your players will also get in a routine, and so when you can kind of shock their system by being like nope something completely different they're gonna be like whoa wake up what's going on you know but i do think you have to do that a little bit right like if you're in the middle of a boss fight and he's about to die just let him die and then do the <laughs> switch up yeah, you know yeah. like like d don't pull the rug out from under your player's feet 
Yeah, no, but I, I love your suggestion because it's like, hey, th there's many ways that you can mid-adventure give the players a different feel to their adventure, right? And, mm. and it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, after they've beaten like the uh, the checkpoint boss uh, for the yeah. adventure, you know? Uh, and so I have a question, like, what right now do you regularly do to keep excited about D&D? Hmm. Well, I just started keeping better notes of what my players talk about or do during the session. And this is more for, like, if I come up with an NPC name that is important for one of the players, I write that down. And I also have a habit of, or at least I'm working on this habit, <clears throat> excuse me, of writing every day a little bit. And I have a certain amount that I write. And so when I look at the notes of the previous session and I see this name Hezreel and I know that oh that has to do with my wife's character and part of a new kind of arc that they're going through that they don't even know about uh that kind of excites me because it's like oh I get to plan this thing for them so really I guess what I'm saying is pulling out those those interesting points in the sessions that I I know are interesting to me because I know that they're going to be interesting to my players and then planning time to expand on those, even if I'll never get to them, right? Um, that, that excites me a little bit. I, I think also thinking of the story in the long term and being like, oh, wow, this thing is going to happen and I'm kind of excited for it and I can't wait to get there. Um, that helps me as well. And I have to say, one other thing that I like is feeling okay telling my players, hey, can we skip this week? Yeah, I, I totally agree. You know, if you're if you're feeling burned out, one one thing that you definitely shouldn't do is just pile on more burnout. <laughs> you know, right. you should be open with your players about that. I love that. Justin here from How to Be a Better DM. We are weeks away from releasing our new actual play D&D show. It's going to be called Pact and Boon, and we're really excited about it. I wanted to take a second today to introduce the character that I'm going to be playing in the show, Jolland Gray. Jolland is a six-foot-tall Earth Ganassi, and he has tan skin that is almost the color of Red Canyon rock. He has black onyx eyes and a scar that runs from right above his left eye to right below his left eye. He has a large chestnut-colored beard and hair, and he's actually balding on the top of his head. He has a bit of a punch. He's, he's, he's a bit uh, portly. He's always smiling, which is why most people actually call him Jolly. At any given moment, you can expect Jolly to be wearing luxurious clothing because he was a very successful businessman, and he loves the luxuries of society. When he's traveling as an adventurer, though, he wears as much armor as he can. You see, Jolly is an artificer, specifically an armorer. Jolly used to run and own a very successful tavern before it burned down, and because of that, he's very good at brewing alcohol and is actually somewhat of a connoisseur. Jolly hails from the town of Okrendel in Northern Gast, which is the northernmost country on the continent of Rel in the world of Calignus. Jolly is a happy-go-lucky person, and really, the only thing motivating him right now is revenge. If you want to find out why Jolly wants revenge so badly, and for what, go to sessionzerostudios.com slash pact 
N Boone. That's P A C T N B O O N, and put in your name and email so you can get notified when Pacton Boone is released. Yeah. One other thing I did notice as well uh, is that in some sessions I'm I'm quicker to like okay everyone's here let's get into the game. In other sessions when I'm just like tired or something. I let the I let the pregame chit chat go on a little bit longer, and I that seems to relax me and kind of help me kind of de-stress a little bit before the game, so that way I can take care of the game and, and actually give a better experience. And I find in those instances I'm a little bit better at improvising and things like that. So I think you know outside of D and D, just making sure that you are relaxing yourself on purpose and you are taking time to de-stress, whatever that means for you. I think those are very, very big parts as well. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think uh, the thing that you brought up about, you know, waiting at, like at the start of the session and kind of letting that friendly vibe uh, continue and kind of help you get the energy. I think that's an important aspect here is that, you know, I think there's two issues that a lot of campaigns have uh, that can lead to a DM just not feeling excited. One is if you know, your friendly hangout suddenly just became all business, you know, <laughs> and you're just like, okay, let's get through this session. I have a lot planned. Then it's like, hey, you're you're kind of, you know, putting the cart before the horse a little bit mm -hmm. and putting, you know, having a good time, which is, I mean, that's why we play D&D, &D, right? Uh, mm -hmm. You put that ahead of that. Now, on the other end of the spectrum, you have a real issue of of pacing where the DM and the players just aren't super engaged because the game isn't going at a pace and isn't requiring a lot out of them because they're just going so slow, you know? And, and like this can happen in battles. I see it so much in battles where it's like, oh, the DM isn't keeping the player's turn short. The players are spending forever thinking about their moves uh, while they're on their turn instead of beforehand. Um, or, you know, the, the DM is letting the players discuss their next move uh, like as in just like in ge like general moves like way too long. If you can cut down on those or set a timer or or any of the kind of tools that help you keep things just snappy and, and spinning along, then your game's going to have a lot more energy just naturally because mm -hmm. things are going to be coming much faster. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think going back to, you know, writing excuses, I love that podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing they always say is, you know, if if things start get getting boring, you need to have the bad guys kick down the door, and that leads me to believe. So, uh, the the topic of the podcast today is how to stay excited about being a dungeon master, and then kind of parentheses avoid DM burnout. And I think that's only one half of staying excited to be a DM. So, you know, speaking of spectrums, on one end, there's kind of DM burnout where you know, you're doing too much, yep. you've loaded yourself too much, and you can't handle the weight. And then on the other hand, you're you're bored, right? You you feel like things are going too slow. And I think back to what you said about being self-aware, you really need to understand which side of the spectrum you're on, both in life and in your DMing career. Because if you're bored, you want to add more metaphorical weight onto your shoulders. Like you want to add better challenges. So you need to look up rules that you don't know really how to run and add that to your campaign. If you're overwhelmed, you need to pull back and simplify. 
and kind of reach that happy middle. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I think that people have very different uh, issues, but, um, you, you know, I really liked how you talked about writing earlier because I've thought about that. And in my personal life, I, I notice a huge difference uh, when I'm regularly like writing my thoughts down, specifically kind of keeping a journal, like a daily mm -hmm. journal, uh, because it helps me contextualize what I'm doing. It helps me think about what I want to achieve. It also helps me just like put into words what I'm feeling. And, and especially when I'm feeling burnout, it's important for me to realize that instead of just like having it be in the back of my mind that like, oh man, I feel really tired or, oh, I'm not interested in, in yeah. whatever. Right. And I think that's true for DMing too, where it's, you know, if you can make time, uh, for, you know, just introspection, um, maybe, you know, if you guys do journal personally, you know, journal about being a DM, <laughs> you know, that would help you uh, have that introspection that you need to decide which end of the spectrum you're on. Like you were talking about whether you're doing too much and you need some help from other players or you need to just cut way back or, or, or do a pre-written adventure instead of self-written, um, yeah. then you'll know that. It, but if it's the other issue where you're just not doing enough or the game, you know, is just not meeting its full potential uh, because you're not doing a few simple things, then kind of writing and doing that introspection will help you avoid that as well. Yeah. You know, I really like that. One thing I, I realized as you were speaking, I think we need to do two more episodes on this kind of topic. One on like things specifically to do with burnout yeah. and then one on things to do with boredom. And I think, you know, we could come up with some pretty good tools or resources. Uh, but I, I really like that suggestion to journal. Uh, and obviously, you know, everyone journals differently. So keep that in mind. But I think it's fascinating that this question of how to stay excited about being a dungeon master, a lot of it is about self-regulation, self-understanding. And uh, to be honest, I'm not a huge fan of the, of the term self-care, <laughs> but it is about caring for yourself. You know, if you had a friend who was just super stressed out, wasn't getting enough sleep, you'd tell them to go take a nap, right? There's nothing wrong with taking a nap right before your Dungeon Master game, your, your session. Uh, you know, but often we look at taking a nap as childish, but, it, you know, it could be a powerful thing. But that's just an example. Uh, but I think it's fascinating that with this topic, a lot of it is outside of Dungeons & Dragons, how you're running your life. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Uh, that's something I'm really glad you mentioned at the end, because, like, if, if you're feeling burned out in other parts of your life... Uh, DMing can certainly help if you're if you're on not burned out but like boredom or something like that. DM can help because uh, you're spending time with friends. Like mm -hmm. I think regardless of where you're at, whether it's boredom or burnout, uh, spending time with people that you care about and having a good time that's going to help regardless. But as a dungeon master, you just really need to realize that that it does require a good amount out of you. And so if you're feeling burned out in every other part of your life, then I don't know if, you know, being a super active dungeon master is for you right now, unless you can like do some of that introspection elsewhere and find out how to, you know, find some balance, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to that point, if you are reaching a breaking point, it might be time to kind of, shed the mantle of Dungeon Master for a time 
and just be a player. You know, go find yeah. a game where you can play, have fun, and, and just enjoy the game again. And then you can come back and be a dungeon master and kind of take on all that stress and so forth. Yeah, I totally agree. And if you do that, just as a, you know, because I know a lot of people who uh, were dungeon masters for a while, and then, you know, they switched to being a player and they kind of have a hard time switching back to being <laughs> a dungeon master. What I'd really recommend is, you know, if, if you do that, and you definitely should if you're uh, feeling burned out, then, you know, a way to stay excited about or get that kind of excitement up about being a DM is, you know, after you've taken a second and you've been a player for for a bit, start studying a new campaign or a new one shot or just small adventure or something, you know, study something that someone else made, get ideas, you know, just because ha- you have a lot more time since you're not actively DMing a- mm-hmm. and it kind of can give you the luxurious approach to preparing, which is like, hey, you're preparing out of excitement versus need because you got a session coming up. And, and then when you do plan to be a DM again, you'll have, you know, some sessions ready, you know, just just from your previous prep and, and you'll be excited about them because you've been you've had this break. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that so much. Um, so all in all summary today, if you are having trouble being excited about being a DM, you can either be burned out or bored or kind of a mix of the two. And we're going to come out with two more episodes, one on each. But our top recommendations is care for yourself. You know, think about your life as a whole and how being a dungeon master impacts it and vice versa. And look at it holistically. Be self-aware and be self-compassionate. And listen to our future episodes to learn how to be less bored and less burnt out. Uh, Any other things you'd like to add, Tanner? uh, beyond the fact that I think you're all amazing and I hope that you're taking <laughs> care of yourselves. Uh, no, it's been great talking with you, Justin. Excellent. Well, likewise, Tanner, and we will see you all next week for another amazing episode. But until then, let's go ahead and roll initiative. Do you love these podcast episodes but aren't always able to listen to them? Do you learn better reading information rather than listening to it? Here's what you can do. Go to sessionzerostudios.com slash newsletter. Sign up for our weekly newsletter. You'll get tips and tricks sent directly to your inbox in written format that you can read and reference whenever you want. You'll get tips that we don't share on the podcast and bonus techniques that, frankly, no one has ever heard before. Again, sessionzerostudios.com slash newsletter and uh, get those free tips and techniques right to your inbox every week.